It's becoming more and more common to browse the web through mobile devices, such as smartphones, which have small screens and limited abilities. So it's a good idea to check your web app and make sure that it behaves and looks correctly in these devices. The best way to do this is to get a hold of the actual physical device and just browse your development app through this. So just open up a browser and then type in the URL to your application on your development machine. So obviously localhost won't work, so you'll need to type in either the IP address or the local domain name for your computer, assuming you're on the same network as the devices that it's connected to. So in this case, it might be RyanB, MacBook.local, and that's the actual domain name for this local machine on, on my local network here, so I can connect to this through my iPhone or any other device. Alternatively, you can use a simulator, such as the one provided by Apple in their iPhone SDK. They have a simulator there, so you can check out your web app through that on your local machine. That way you don't have to have access to the actual device. Alternatively, there is another third-party app called iPhoney, which can simulate the iPhone as well. It, I find it to be a little bit buggy, especially how sizing and scaling is concerned, but you may want to play around with the zoom to fit option in the view menu. And also make sure in the iPhone menu to set the iPhone user agent to enable that, so that way it truly emulates uh, the way an iPhone should look. As you can see, our application could use a bit of work on how it looks in the uh, iPhone and mo other mobile devices, so let's uh, work on improving that. So let's jump into our application and actually change its behavior depending on whether it's used through a mobile device or not. So here we are in my application layout file, and what I want to do is actually just add another CSS style sheet for if they're using a mobile device. And what I'll do is I'll just add a new style sheet called mobile.css, and I'll only want to show this if I'm connected through a mobile device. So let's add a helper method called mobile device which I'll need to generate. Now we could also do this through the link tag itself because there is a media attribute which we can set for handhelds, but I want to do this through our Rails app so that we can have more control in changing other behavior, and that's really what I'm demonstrating here. Okay, so we need to generate a new helper method, and I'm actually going to do this inside of our application controller so that our controllers have access to this method as well because it's pretty handy. So we'll need to call this mobile device, and then we'll make this a helper method. And then inside of here to determine if it's a mobile device, we can check out the user agent string and then see if it matches uh, some regular expression. And we'll just add the word mobile here and that will cover a lot of the devices like the iPhone and the Android. And um, the palm prey isn't covered with that though because it doesn't mention mobile in the user agent string, so we can add a WebOS here to cover the Palm Pre as well, and really just customize this to whatever matches which device uh, you want to uh, include in the mobile version of your web app. Now there's a pretty comprehensive list out there with various user agent strings for different mobile devices, so I encourage you to check this out and customize that mobile device check to fit whichever devices you want to match. Now I've already created the mobile CSS file off camera, so let's try it out. I'm just going to test it here in Safari because there's a nice developer menu which you can enable in the preferences, which gives you the option to select a user agent. And sorry, this is a little bit off camera here, but basically we can just choose mobile Safari for iPhone, and then instantly we get a version that is using our mobile CSS style sheet uh, applied 
which doesn't include the background color. So now we can use that helper method to alter the behavior of any part of our application so it works well on mobile devices. Now what if we want a way to easily switch back and forth between the mobile version and the full version of our application? So maybe we want a little link at the top here that says uh, go to the full version of the site. So going back to our application layout file, uh, let's add a little link here at the top that will allow them to toggle between whether it's a mobile device or not. So um, let's say if it's a mobile device currently, then let's add a link to the full site. And let's just uh, use the current URL and just set mobile to zero. And otherwise we'll link to the mobile site and set mobile to one. And then instead of our application controller, let's set up a before filter, which will set up a session so we can keep track of which uh, state they're in, whether they are a mobile version or a full version of the site. So we can do a before filter um, for, let's call it prepare for mobile. And prepare for mobile. So here we can set our mobile parameter instead of a session. So we'll just set um, a new session here called mobile param, and that'll be our mobile parameter that is passed in through our URL. And we're only setting that if it exists. So now that we have it in a session, we can change our behavior inside this mobile device method and see if that session exists. And if it does, then we'll just return that session if it's equal to um, one, because then it would just considered a mobile device if the mobile parameter is one. Otherwise, we'll just return, uh, we'll try to guess the mobile device based off the user agent again. Okay, let's give this a try. When we reload the page, you can see that we now have a full site link because we're on the mobile version because of our user agent string. Click it, then we go to the full site, and then we could just toggle back and forth very easily between these, and the is persistent throughout the site because we're using a session. So it's pretty neat. So this will work for a lot of cases where we're just doing fine-tuning of various parts of our application for mobile devices. But what if we want to do something a little bit more grandiose, where we are changing the entire way the application looks and behaves to make it more like a native application on the mobile device? In that case, we'll need to change pretty much every view in our application. So how do we go about doing that? And so the trick for doing this is to create a new MIME type. And you can find a designated location to do that under config initializers, mimetypes.rb. And then you can see there's already one commented out here for iPhone. And we can just change this to mobile to make it a little bit more generic. And that way uh, we have an alternative HTML format for mobile devices. But we still need to set that MIME type. And we can do so inside of our before filter that we set up in our application controller earlier. So what we want to do inside of here is uh, set our request.format as mobile if the device is a, if it is a mobile device. And there we go. Now that that MIME type is set, we can use this inside of our controller actions. So inside of a respond to block, for example, we can provide various formats for this. We have an HTML format and a uh, mobile format, and then we can change the behavior based on this. 
However, this respond to block isn't really necessary if all you're doing is just providing an alternative view. You can just skip the respond to block entirely, just leave it off your action, and just create a new view template with that mobile name extension inside of it. And we can do that inside of our views projects directory. Uh, let's just create a new file inside of here um, called index.mobile.erb because that is where the MIME type extension is located at. And in here, let's just say this is a mobile version. It's just a placeholder. So now when we go to our mobile site, click it. Now we get this is our mobile version for that index page listing all the projects. So now that we have this in place, we can create a UI that feels much more like a native mobile application using a couple libraries. There's one called IUI, and there's another one called JQTouch. And I'll be using JQTouch here. So JQTouch is a nice way to provide an app that looks a lot like a native app on the iPhone. So we can just download this. I find the way JQTouch is organized a little bit weird. So what I like to do is move the extensions directory and themes into the JQTouch folder. And then I like to move this inside the public folder in my Rails application. And then we can add a new layout file specifically for the mobile versions. So we can just generate a new layout file here called application mobile.erb. Now to save us some time, I'll just paste this code into here and uh, go through it quickly. So what we want to do here is include a couple files that JQ, JQTouch provides, including the CSS file and a theme. You can choose a couple themes from there, and I'll choose the Apple theme here. And also, I'm including jQuery.js and jqtouch.js files. And finally, a mobile.js file, which I'll be creating, and that will just initialize jqtouch. And we also have a current page here to mark that as the current page in this div. And then we have a toolbar, which will include the title if one is available. And a if there's any flash messages, it'll just appear in an info bar. And then finally, we'll just yield to the current template. So now we just need to create that mobile.js file inside of our JavaScripts directory. So we'll create a new file here called mobile.js. And then in here, call the uh, jqtouch method. And then you can pass it in a hash of parameters, which I'll just leave it up to you to look these up. Um, I'm just going to leave it blank for now. So now when we reload this page, you can see uh, we get our layout. It seems to be working, but it's kind of ugly here because we don't have any content inside of our template view. So we can go back to our index view here and just replace this placeholder content. Uh, I'll just paste some more code into here where we just list through all of our projects and then display a list item with a nice little arrow interface uh, for each one and along with a count of how many tasks are in that project, so a nice new feature there, and a link to create a new project. And so we just hit reload on this page, and voila, we have a nice little interface here where we list our projects, our tasks in the projects, and a link for creating a new project. So as obviously this will be a little skinnier when displayed on an iPhone, but the interface works just as well in Safari here too. Now, uh, I'll need to do the other pages as well. So pretty much every view file in our application needs a mobile alternative, so I'll do that with a quick snap. And there we go. So you can check this out in the full episode source code if you want to see all the, the code here. As you can see, it's a 
looks like a native application and is fully functional. You can create new projects. You can add um, tasks to existing projects and manage those and so on. So it's a pretty nice way to create an app without using you know, the native API. You're just creating a web app, but it looks and behaves a lot like an, a native iPhone application. Now it would be nice if we did have a button up here that said go to the full website so we can have that toggle option as well. So let's do that. Now we can do this inside of our mobile layout file because this is where our toolbar is defined. And to add a button is really easy in, in JQ Touch to add UI elements. You're just basically adding HTML tags. So to add a button here in the toolbar, you just call link to, and then um, let's add a button called full site and go to the root URL, passing in a mobile option, setting it to zero so that it'll basically disable the mobile version of this. And then to make it a button, you just pass in the class of button to that uh, anchor tag. And finally, we also need to pass in a rel option, setting it to uh, external. So that way, it'll be considered an external link uh, linking to a separate separate website, basically, because otherwise it'll try to perform an AJAX request, which isn't what we want. And then when we hit reload here, you can see we now have a full site button, which takes us back to our application. Click on mobile site, it goes back. Pretty nice.